Welcome to It's a Good Day Podcast. We are sisters who love to chat and believe that through Jesus, even the tough seasons are good. We want to share the stories of ordinary people and have some laughs along the way. I'm Delight. I'm the older one. I'm August, and I'm the younger one. You never know what will happen on our show, but we hope you will join us as we find the good in every day. Mm-hmm. And they they don't know how to put themselves out there, and they're longing for friendships. And like we don't have too much time, but how can we? How can we? It's really funny because thinking about that, I would say that I would be kind of that kind of person. Mm-hmm. Um, I am not. <laughs> I have always had really good friendships. However, I feel like it's always like attributed to something else, right? Like Delight's mom decided we were going to be best friends. And so she fostered that, right? And then at points when I wouldn't have been very good at keeping the friendship going, she was. Um, with Brianna, I feel like, yeah, she kind of tricked me into spending time with her so (laughs) that we could become friends. Right. And even like, so I guess I, I was fine at making surface level friends. Mm -hmm. I could do that. Like if I went to school, I would be friends with everybody in my class. Like that wasn't a, a problem. But as far as intimate friendships, I feel like I am not super good at that. And it is always, um, kind of pushed on by someone else. So now as, um, like being married, even getting married was pushed on by somebody else, right? <laughs> I was set up he with my husband more than you. once. <laughs> um, and I just like, so being intimate with somebody um, as far as relational um, is definitely something that I don't do super easily, right? And so I have learned that's something actually I've been kind of looking at and recognizing. Now, I know there's been like a little talk about the Enneagram or whatever. And I, yeah, that's a whole nother podcast about my thoughts on um, personality tests. But regardless, I, I think when I look at it, I'm kind of a nine, I think is what it is. And so, and, and some of that works and doesn't because I never fit things well, but right. None of us fit perfectly. I know. I understand that. But, but there's a lot of parts about the nine that don't apply to me. But one thing that does is like, I like things to be at peace. And so I think that's why it's easier for me to leave relationships at surface levels because I, I don't want there to be friction and I can handle a lot of people's stuff, but I don't always trust them to handle my stuff, I guess. Yeah. So one of the things that had to change in my life was learning how to be vulnerable about where I really was. And I feel like, um, some of my friendships here, one of the reasons that they're so strong is because at some points, at least for seasons, I learned to do that. And sometimes that's been a struggle for me, but like, um, yeah. So it's someone who's really struggling. I feel like a lot of times finding a safe place to, to really be honest about yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I know that that can be hard to do, but it also is kind of like the base point to having a true friendship and if you this is this is where like I think this is one of the places where you friendships that are not based on something lasting like knowing the Lord 
Um, I don't know how I would do with them. Honestly, I think that I would be someone who didn't have long-term friendships the way that I do if it wasn't for the, um, the base of knowing the Lord and like walking together in serving him because that has given me a connection that is lasting to people. Um, and I don't know anything else in my life that would be that lasting. Cause like, yeah, I have, I make friendships because of writing or friendships because of parenting older adopted kids or so I have, I have different friendships and they can be centered on different things. But when that season is over, then I still would consider those friends of mine, but I, don't have continual interaction with them. Mm-hmm. Right. Whereas my friendships that are like literally based in walking out, um, following Christ together, mm-hmm. those thing, those relationships are always applicable. I guess you could say like there, there's nothing like no change in my life is going to change what our relationship is based on. Right. right. So we might be closer or further apart. We kind of talked about that earlier yes. about yeah. getting married or having children or, or different things, changing how much time we spend together. Mm-hmm. But because we have this, like with you, August, we said uh, we cannot see each other for long periods of time, but when we see each other, there is an immediate connection and it doesn't go away depending on our circumstances. Right. Right. Yeah. Um, okay. So I'm just, just to talking to that person who is just desiring to have friends. Like it's hard and it's hard when you're not, you know, more introverted and, but you're still desiring that. And maybe you don't have that. Even a couple friends like Tasha has, but like you have to reach out. You have to invite people into your home, even though it feels weird, but you got to try and see if there's a connection that, that, that sparks and just, you gotta, I don't know. You gotta like dip your feet in the water with a few people and just kind of work toward that. You can't just sit around and be like sad that you don't have deep friendships and you got to be real with people. Yeah. That's what I was going to say. It's about real being real. Yeah. I think that for me, like when I think of what it would take to go from being fairly lonely and friendless to being like fully, like fully embraced, Mm -hmm. we all have this desire to know and be known. But like, I think that when we get to be friends with people, when it gets uncomfortable or when it gets ugly or messy, we are like, never mind, this isn't worth it. And we back off. And I think it's because we have in our minds like this picture of what friendship was going to be. But it's kind of the same with marriage. Like you have this yes. per- like perception of what marriage is yes. going to be. And then you get married and you're like, okay, I was not prepared for this. And even as much as you hear about it beforehand, like it doesn't really, once you're walking through it, it's different. Okay, but I have learned that like pushing through and choosing to continue to love somebody even when they... Okay, honestly, can I be very frank? Even when they not are not being the kind of person that you think they should be. Mm-hmm. Can I be honest? Like, I think there are times when there are people in our lives when they are not doing what we think is right. And that's, and it's not just a matter of preference. Like we actually are judging them for like, they're not being holy. They're not being righteous. They're not being a good enough Christian. Like they're doing something. And sometimes it can be something very not right. Like they drinking too much or whatever. And I think that in those instances, we like, 
we lose the benefits and blessings of long-term friendship because we quit on people in their roughest spots. Mm -hmm. And one thing I've learned is that like one thing that I have learned about how to make friends is number one, to keep your mouth shut, like keep your mouth shut, keep your mouth shut, keep your mouth shut, keep your mouth shut. I cannot say it enough. If you're a talker like me, keep your mouth shut. (laughs) And I mean like in person, don't be like, like, oh, you shouldn't be that. Oh, you shouldn't bossing people around. And also do not go out of the presence of that person and talk about it. Don't do it. Right. Like I cannot say that enough. I think I ruined millions of opportunities where I could be a good friend and to bless somebody because I went out and ran my mouth to my husband, to whatever. And also to be honest to God, like when you go to God, I heard this said one time that, you know, Satan is the accuser of the brethren. And when you go before God and you're like, did you see what she did to me? Do you see that she does that to me all the time? It is really annoying. Lord, you got to make her stop. We're just siding with the accuser. That's all we're doing. But love covers offense. We should go to the Lord and be like, Father, forgive her. She doesn't really know what she's doing. Even if she does know what she's doing. Wait, wait, wait. But don't you think that he... What? Don't you think that he's the only person that we can talk to and then he will like set us straight? Like, don't you think that sometimes... True if you're listening. True if you're listening. If you're listening in return. But I think that there was plenty of times when I went to the Lord complaining and wanting God to fix somebody else. Right. And like... And accusing that person. So I think some of this, I think what we're kind of getting to is where some of the differences in personality and knowing your own personality yeah. um, will help you figure out how to, to work at your friendship. Mary Kate's personality is very annoyed. <laughs> um, that is but, true. But this, because this is what I'm thinking, like I hear everything you're saying and I'm thinking like, oh yeah, yeah, absolutely. Except for, for me, I think there were times that I broke friendships because I didn't speak right yeah I let friendships fall to the ground because I didn't know how to actually face and deal with some of my stuff um or some of the stuff that we had between us yeah because I didn't want to talk about it because I wanted to keep peace right right so but but that doesn't mean that what you're saying isn't true it just means that it depends on your personality yeah and you need to allowing the Lord to work on right. you we and need allowing- the Holy Spirit to right. lead exactly that. exactly but I think some of that comes down to being like a, when someone said be, being a safe place like when you like let's say I want to get close to August more well I need to let her communicate to her I am a safe place for you you can be vulnerable with me because true right, like friendship is vulnerable and also if you do something wrong I'm not going to cut you off Right. Right. And I think that you might tend to be like that, like, oh, you've offended me, so I'm shutting you down. Whereas I might tend to like, you've offended me and I'm going to go talk about it to your sister. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I think knowing how to, how to be a safe place to somebody else, how to cover up their offenses, how to tenderly encourage them, how to love them through their ugliness, and also how to be willing to be loved when you're ugly. How yes. to be humble and come back and fix something you And this up. maybe to come back to circle around to something you said before about being known. I'm sorry. <laughs> about being known because when knowing others, like taking the time to actually know others and know ourselves uh, and allow the Holy Spirit, yeah. you know, it all ties together, allowing the Holy Spirit to speak to us and through us, yeah. right? Um, but, but really that makes a difference because with one friendship – um, 
I might need to speak because in speaking, I'm actually showing that person that I know them and I see them. Mm-hmm. So even if, even if it's confrontation about something, even if it's saying, Hey, there's this thing that I'm struggling with that you're doing and I, I, I don't know how to work through this. Can we work through it together? Right. Um, that actually might be speaking to them that they are seen and they are known. Um, and that you I, care enough about them to bring that up. Right. And it's so hard. It's really hard for me. Yeah. Yeah. And on the other hand, on the other hand, being silent might show that you know someone and you know this person is struggling. I I know. Yeah. I know they're struggling. I know that this true. this poor place in their life is not what I'm measuring their life by, yeah, right? True. That mm-hmm. there is so much more and so we're going to we're going to let that sit. True. And I'm going to show them that I know them otherwise, right? And so that's yeah. Yeah. really knowing and being known and and also like willing to be the lord to them like i have a friend who oh i have a friend who i was just telling delight a couple of weeks ago that like i've been so judgy over the years because like oh did it it's okay i've been so judgy over the years i have definitely been very judgy over the years because i'm like i have my act together like why can't people just do what I did? Like I raised my kids like this and I'm my marriage is like this and I went to church and I did that. And when other people didn't, when other people did things that I felt like that is a direct sin, you should not have done that. I, it's so funny because like we judge so quickly and so many of us are very, I'm talking to myself. We are very self-righteous, so self-righteous because we think that all, all of our righteousness was earned by us. Like, look at me. I did such a hard work, put, like building my marriage. So amazing. Mm-hmm. and so good. Like, that's really so wicked because like there's this old saying that I heard a long time ago that says there, but for the grace of God, go I. It's an old saying. And like, I never understood it when I was younger, but now I do. Now I understand that like, okay, all of the work that I've put into parenting it's great. But if the Lord had not taught me how to do that, if I hadn't been encouraged to do that, if the Lord hadn't brought up my children and given me a church, like it was the Lord, it wasn't me. And anyway, I'm saying that to say that I have a friend that I judged harshly because I didn't, I didn't, I didn't think her choices in life were great. And I would be like, she's just not a good enough Christian. She's just not a good enough Christian. I don't even know if I should be friends with her. Like I was so judgy and I had the Lord speak to me and tell me one time I was praying about this friend and I was saying to God, God, help me be a better influence on her. Help me be more bold and talk to her about her sins. Like literally those are my prayers. Right. (laughs) And the Lord answered me and said, love her, like love her, just love her. And at the time I was like, can that be God? Like, why would God want me to just love her? Like, shouldn't I be telling her repent of her sins? Anyway, since that time, I've learned so much about the nonsense and abuse she has suffered. And my heart has been just so broken for like what she has gone through. And I realized that if Jesus Christ was walking through Nazareth and she was there, he wouldn't have told her to repent. He would have loved her and healed her. And, and that I think is, I think we have to be, like you were saying, like listening to the Holy spirit about things. Cause there are times when we're supposed to speak out and say something then there's also times when like yeah you're just supposed to listen to spirit yeah i feel like i my tendency would be in all areas like in marriage and friendships and whatever i don't know about parenting yet but like is very like conflict resolution like okay we have a thing like we're gonna just 
talk mm-hmm. it through until mm-hmm. it's over. But I feel like the older I get, I've learned that like there's a lot of value in that. And I see a lot of people don't know how to do that. And I think could benefit from doing that more. And I've definitely had friendships where I've had people say like, okay, you're the, you're the first person that ever like went through kind of a conflict with me and still loved me on the other side. And we, and we loved each other after like, and so I think that that that's good, but I've also had friendships where that didn't necessarily, that wasn't the thing that worked. You know, I've had, I've, I've had friendships where maybe even I tried to do that and it didn't work, but you know, like God is so gracious and he helped me to just say, okay, like I'm, I'm not going to throw away the friendships. I'm going to continue on. And even like myself looking back, you know, that was probably 15, 20 years ago now, but looking back instead of being like, well, that's just ridiculous. We never got to work through that conflict. I kind of can see where God was bigger even than that, you know? And I could just say, you know what? Like you were saying, Brianna, about just like covering, you know, like in love covering. And was that in this episode? (laughs) Maybe both a little bit, but just that, that love does, does cover that. And so like, yeah, there's places where, you need to be willing to go, go further and say, this bothered me, whatever. But I think about, I think about even like our friendships or the people that we would have been friends with like 10 years ago. Like, I feel like in some ways there was sometimes a lot of like, okay, well this, and then I was thinking this and this and then, then that, 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 and really could have we done in our younger years, a whole lot less of that. And just kind of said, you know what? I love you all like I and like kind of love past that. I don't know. Yeah. So. I think love, loving is yeah. And and understanding like same thing we've been saying all along is just like that it's okay to be friends with people who are different and have different opinions. Like some of my closest friendships are people who maybe we don't think the same about certain things. Like, yes, I have friendships that are where we do, but there's other ones where we don't. And like, that's okay. And even valuable. Like I want more of them where I can say, you know, I love you and I can be friends with you. We don't have to see exactly eye to eye on each of these situations. And, and are there friendships where you kind of know the subjects that you're not going to you're not going to even talk about like I maybe when I was younger, I might've said you shouldn't have things like that. Like I might've said, well, if you don't agree on politics, you should still just keep talking about it until you, until something like, I think that I was always looking maybe for solutions where I think now I've kind of like, I've realized that, okay, maybe that, maybe this isn't the friendship or the place to have to hash that out. You, you might, I probably will have another one where we might talk about our differences and that's a good thing, but like to just be a friend to someone and yeah. say, Hey, we don't broach that subject. Cause you know what? We know it doesn't work. And I don't know. I think that that's okay. But I think yeah. in the past I wouldn't have, I wouldn't have thought it was. I would have thought, nope, you have to talk about every single thing. I have to acknowledge. I feel like this about that and you don't agree. And And even we can love each other through it. 
you can love each other through it. But I think now I'm like, like there's also a place for except for that. I think that there was times when I was younger, like I think of one friend and our parenting styles and we have very different parenting styles. And I remember being very much like, man, I should really fix her. (laughs) Like, man, it would be better for her kids if I would fix that about her. If I would convince her that her parenting style is not right and mine is better. And I had all these reasons and like was pretty sure that, man, her life would be better. And I would, would all, everything would be better for all of us if she would change her mind. And now that I'm much older, I look and I'm like, actually, you know what? God gave her her kids and maybe that's the kind of parent they needed. And I should have, I don't know, needed more grace. Grace. Okay. So yeah. So speaking of the value of friendship, I want to say that I had a conversation not too long ago with somebody who was kind of saying that she didn't really understand the value of friendship at all. And actually had kind of to go back. We were talking about church and the value of going to church. And, you know, because of this whole COVID thing, people weren't meeting in church. And for those who people who are introverts, it's easy to be like, yeah, what do we even need to go for? Like, what's the point? And I felt like the Lord kind of showed me a picture of like, I probably told you this, but of a sorority, and like, okay, what? Sorry. A picture of a sorority that like, okay, there's, if you think of sorority girls, like, I don't know if you guys are very familiar with sorority girls. I've seen some movies. Okay. So yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> movies. Okay. So you can picture like your typical movie type sorority house with like a bunch of girls that all have like the same style, the same aesthetic, the same like the same everything. Right. And if you were to look at all of their Instagrams, like pick five sorority girls from the same sorority and look at their Instagrams, they'd be very similar. You know, they'd all have great hair, beach pictures, you know, their nails done. They all look very similar aesthetics, right? Even if they were just a little bit varied. Well, if you were to take one of those girls out, just pluck her out and drop her down in the middle of a village in the mountains, like very far away, like in the middle of like, Eastern Europe or something, right? And leave her there for a year. And then after one year, have her start posting on Instagram. Well, however much she wanted to retain her sorority appearance and sorority, she would have no chance of having an Instagram account that looked anything like the other sorority girls, even if she wanted to with all her heart. Well, I think that Christians, like we think to ourselves, oh, I'm a Christian and I can be a Christian and have like, most of my life full of non-Christian people. I go to work. I, you know, I have not a non-Christian family I hang out with. And in general, I just don't hang out with that many Christians. It's fine. Well, we have no chance of looking like a Christian. I'm sorry. You don't. But when you are in constant community with other people who have a desire to follow hard after the Lord, you naturally look like each other and encourage each other to conform to Christ's image. You just do. Yeah. And I think that that's the important point of friendship. That's why we cultivate friendships within the church. That's why we don't give up the fellowship of the believers because we're. Yeah. So I think that that is like very clearly the thing that is necessary. And then the side that the church maybe has not done as well that maybe this little break from meeting together could help us do better is the side of um, maintaining our own personalities and how God made us and using that to better each other instead of try to conform each other. 
Right. Yeah. So recognizing that we don't need to, um, we don't need to all look the same. We all need to have the kingdom in common, right? That that is the thing that is in common. And as far as outward things or personality things, that that doesn't need to be the same at all. And so I think what happens in a lot of friendships is that people start feeling insecure about themselves because they look at, well, actually I should make this personal. I think for me, one thing that when I start struggling in friendships, it's often because I am looking at other people and recognizing things that I love in them and then judging myself for not having those things in me. And the truth is that I don't need to have those things in me. I have other things, right? I have other gifts and other abilities and it's not going to look like in, in my case, Brianna and I are not going to look the same and how we run our home might not be the same and what things we prefer might not be the same and our books might not be the same. And, you know, there's all these things that may not be the same and that's okay. I can actually love the things in her that are different and that doesn't mean I then have to judge the things in me that are different. Right. It's like what I was saying earlier about about me talking about something that I'm doing or wanting to do and, and, you know, someone else saying, well, I'm not like that. And it's like, well, it doesn't matter because Mm -hmm. you are you and I'm me and we are going to be different. Yeah. And we do have a lot of different personalities between the four of us. Like we are all vastly different, really. Yeah. Yeah. All right. We always have to ask what's good about today. Good about today for me is that I'm just I woke up this morning. Okay. Shocker. I have two things. <laughs> um okay, last night after the kids the kids were going to bed and honestly, I was exhausted. I had a lot of things I still wanted to get done before going to bed. I had three loads of laundry on my bed that needed to be folded. Didn't want to take them off the bed. Wanted I put them there so that it was like I am not going to bed until this is done. Mhm. I still had dinner to clean up from. The kids were finally going to bed. It was like nine something by the time they were going to sleep. And I look out the window and my husband is building a fire, which like I had told him like a month ago, if there's like a night where you just like decide to do this and don't even tell me, that would be really fun. So he did and I was really excited. But on one hand, I was like, okay, I have all this stuff I want to get done and I want to get to bed at a decent time tonight. But that didn't happen. Either way, it was really fun and just nice and relaxing to go sit out there, even for like a half an hour or 45 minutes. Fun. So that was really special. The other thing is that this morning, Atlas woke up, and I fed him, and then he went back to sleep, which normally I don't let him do that. I'm supposed to just stay up, and then, you know, it makes his schedule better for the day, but whatever. He went back to sleep, and um, Ilian and Dio were both still sleeping until like 8. And so I had like an hour and a half, and I made coffee, and I made scones, and I made scones just enjoying it and not having any interruptions while doing it, and it was really fun. And I listened, I listened to a podcast. Ooh. So that's what's good about today for me. I was enjoying that's that. That's so nice. Okay, what's good about today for me is it's like really fun to have like a little kid to dress like I just love like I don't really love it for myself but like he's so cute that like I just really like like picking out his outfits and putting them on him and you know I feel a little bad for him because like he has to sit there while like we do like lotion and 
do his hair and all those things. But I'm just like, you know what? You're one right now. You can just bow to my desires. <laughs> anyway, so but he's funny. so cute. And all right, fine. Now, now that I'm thinking about it, when we're recording this, it is three years since Jordan had his first open heart surgery where he almost died. And so that's really what has to be good about today that I'm very thankful that I have a husband that's alive. So now amen, I did two things too. Amen. Amen. Look at you oh, goodness. <laughs> <laughs> of course. What's good about today? Everything is good. I don't know. I have such a hard time thinking about this because like my mind is just like, ah, you guys are so good. Just loving with friends. I live out of town. I mean, I live like four hours away, so I don't make it back very often. And every time I do, I kid you not, I just want to like hug and kiss your beautiful faces so bad. And I just look at you and I'm like, I want to, I want to lick her cheek. I just love her so bad. I wow. feel like that so hard. Like, oh, I just love everybody and their babies. And mm. mm-hmm. I could almost explode thinking about how much I love people. It's okay. horrible. Let's just say, seeing you walk in yesterday, I didn't know you were going to stop in. Oh, when you, when of you course I am. <laughs> and seeing you walk in, I was just like, word like i could have cried like it was just yeah like, oh i don't know it just felt normal to have you walk in the door but yet it was like okay you never walk in the door because you're never here so i know it was just yeah really like i knew you were coming into lewis county but i didn't realize like, like that right moment, yes show up. really oh my gosh i also want to say what's good about today since i get two things <laughs> is the fact that like harrison okay I have one thing that's been hard about moving away is that babies don't know me and I come back and I want to snuggle the babies and they like don't want anything to do with me. It's been really hard. Like seriously, I've cried about it, but Harrison like knows me and wants me to pick him up. And I'm like, yes, Oh, finally. Right. Right. Harrison. Yeah. We video chat. That's cool. (laughs) (laughs) All right, Tasha. Oh, So I guess one thing that is good about today is that we've been through like kind of an intense parenting season right now. We're still kind of in the middle of it, but um, some things are getting a little bit better. And one of the things that I'm working with my daughter about is um, in the moment, like when something goes wrong or she gets like corrected in the moment, she's 14, mind you. So like being corrected is pretty much the worst thing ever, but um, to to like stop in the moment and not like keep going in arrogance but just say like oh yeah okay you know like and just it can be over like it doesn't have to be dragged on or anything and right right (laughs) well exactly me too but um regardless she's gotten really 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 good about it like just in the past like we've kind of turned a corner and she's already like we have these conversations where she's like mom I just yeah she'll just tell me stuff and it's all it's all very relaxing because I don't have to worry about her freaking out about something I don't know if that's the right terminology but like like getting really intense about something and being offended I guess like we can just have conversations and so in a lot of ways it's like I can see the shift coming from where she is my I mean she's always gonna be my daughter but where she she's becoming more of a friend Right. That we're able to like talk through things and not have this whole like, mom, you're cramping my style kind of attitude. Nice. And so that has been something I haven't even actually seen her today because she spent the night with her cousin. But I still today I'm feeling like the thankfulness of that, I guess. And like just the joy of 
of being able to just relax in that relationship a little bit after kind of a hard season. So that's one thing. And um, along with that also, we have a baby. <laughs> like for anyone who knows my story, this is a really big deal. Like I have a seven month old and every day, every day, that's like my good thing for the day. Like it still surprises me and it's still really fun and it's still exciting. And I just, yeah, through this whole podcast, I keep having to get up and take care of her. And it's like, oh, it's not somebody else's baby that I'm getting up to take care of. Like it's mine. Like I can't believe this. Ah! <laughs> I love that. So when you first got here and we were still talking and I was tearing up and I think you guys might have thought I was tearing up about what you were saying, but I was tearing up because she's sitting over here and she's just like, and I guess it's because I haven't seen her in a long time. So it's like really real and like, it's just amazing. She's also losing her diaper. It is so cool. <laughs> I love it. Well, thank you all for being my friends. I appreciate each one of you and your friendships. And thank you, Natasha and Brianna for doing this with us. Yeah. Super fun. Awesome. Thank you. Very much. Anytime, Brianna and I would love to take over your podcast. Oh my <laughs> We are four friends who <laughs> <laughs> Yes! You never know what's gonna happen. Through <laughs> that. Alright. Have a good day everyone. Yeah.